millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to the All by the Popcorn podcast. I'm Alessandra. And I'm Emily. And we finally got this freaking podcast up and running. It's episode eight of season three of Downton Abbey. It literally <laughs> takes 30 minutes for us to set up this episode because some something weird happens every time. And I don't know what Alessandra's doing, but she fixes it. Well, I fix you it because I'm worker. using my, my other <laughs> computer that I had it all down pat on. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, it's just not as good quality but i just you know i i hate having to complain about it every time we do this podcast but um so we've got ourselves kind of like a if if you didn't notice it was kind of like a season finale um this episode it seemed was it it didn't feel very it, it felt off it definitely felt off but it didn't feel like season finale e to me is is this the season finale i no, think there's it one is. more episode isn't there there's what? one more episode, but that's kind of like the Christmas special episode. A another Christmas special? It's like a special episode. So it's like an extra episode, I think is a better way to put it. Um, so. Okay. Yeah. Quickly looking up the, okay. Oh, well, okay. Sure. Season finale. Um, a little qu quick warning before we start. I am currently dog sitting um, some very loud rottweilers so if you hear barking um that's them um i <laughs> we've, we've already heard them many times waiting to to set to set this up so you're right this is like the season finale well they did close some stuff up like things happen you're right the, the the next one's pretty long it's an hour and 32 minutes so i guess that is the yeah okay okay well, i'm just gonna play play our lovely sound here Let's go. Let's get started. Well, here we go. We're right on the uh, the pitch here, the cricket pitch. <laughs> yes, cricket is a big thing this episode. Yes, and Mr. Mosley goes out with his dad. I guess that's Mr. Mosley's dad. Um, I don't think you've ever seen him before. Is it? Oh, yeah. He goes. This is uh, his lordship's favorite sport. Um. And that's what that's kind of the the opener. Just a few few words from Mr. Mosley and his dad on the on the pitch here. Who's the Who's the guy that that, um, that does the roses? Was that not Mosley's dad or or, or something? Mosley knew about plants. 
Oh, yeah, that's right. right. Right? I think you're right, Emily. I think that was Mosley's dad. Mosley knew about, like, like, a rash yeah, or something. Yeah, flower show. Yeah. He had the flower show thing. Yeah, that's true. So, okay. So I think good, maybe... good thinking, Emily. I'm, I I think so. That that came to my memory. I just have... That came from my memory. I just have come to not love Mosley, so... Oh, I hate I him. I absolutely hate him. Um... <laughs> <laughs> absolutely the worst character he's a very unlikable dude he's not likable i mean he's just a he's just kind of a loser you know that's just kind of who he is but um i just think he's so annoying i mean that in in the best way (laughs) he's he's so annoying i don't want to call him a loser even though that's pretty much what he is but he's so annoying yeah um so then we this episode is fucking jam-packed okay we are in it for all of this closure so we've got Mr. Carson talking to Thomas about the fact that Mr. Bates he is just back. Wants this whole situation, with... right? And, and the fact that Thomas is gonna, you know, get a new job because of this, um, and the, the whole situation is kind of up. You know, he just wants it over. Mr. Carson just wants this whole thing over, which we find out is because of the refutation of the of the family in the house instead of actually caring about Thomas. <laughs> no, um, yeah, absolutely but... not. No one gives a shit about Thomas. This uh, other than Mr. Cause... Bates and we will get to that. Um yeah, so exactly. And as you remember, Thomas had kissed James um when he shouldn't have in his sleep. His sleep. Non non-consensual. And it caused a little uproar. It caused yes. so Yeah. It caused an issue that O'Brien is currently making worse by the day. So that's that. Oh, boy. But it seems that, like I said, Mr. Carson is kind of, he said he's not entirely unsympathetic. So he actually is kind of a little bit just trying to just sweep this whole thing under the rug. And he asked Thomas to just resign quietly and that he'll give Thomas a A reference. Good reference. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like really big. The fact that Mr. Carson is just like, it'll bring more attention if I don't give you a good reference. So um, it'd be best if you just left. (laughs) So dress the lordship tonight. That's your last night of doing so. Um, And then just leave and I'll give you a reference. And so Thomas is pretty, pretty sad, pretty depressed. He's pretty beaten down in this episode. He says, I'm not foul, Mr. Carson. Um. Which, it's nice he's defending himself because, you know, homosexuality is not seen the same way as it is today. Yeah. And even by some people, probably they do think it's foul, so it's nice that he's standing up for himself. I mean, honestly, no no one else is really gonna gonna stand up for him, so he has to stand up for himself, unfortunately. Um, But yeah, O'Brien was listening at the door like the little slithering snake that she is. Um... What's happening here? Yeah. And then the family's just discussing the cricket match in the study now. Yes. Oh, my gosh. The amount of times they bring up cricket in this episode. (laughs) It's like the main crux of the episode, which I'm really happy that it's not about, like, Sybil anymore, because that's just really sad. Mary is, like, looking off in the distance. She just seems a little bit tired. Yeah, she's looking a little dazed. And sad. Like, not really paying attention. And uh, Robert's yeah. like pissed because so but, it's, I guess so who are the two the village so it's just like the town and then Downton's team like who it's the are the village teams? versus the house 
Yes. Yes, the everybody from the village and then everybody from the house, which is basically a small village. I mean, because there's lots of people that work there. So That's so weird to me. Like, it's just the house versus the village. It seems so off to me. Yeah. I'm going to play this scene with O'Brien and James just so we can get a little bit of uh, what O'Brien's intentions are. Uh, egging on is. Yes. Yes, here. So they're blaming it on London, because I guess Mary went to London recently, I guess, or something. I don't know. A little bird tells me Mr. Carson has made up his mind to deal with Thomas after all. It's about time. I only meant, if you want to register your anger at how Thomas treated you, now is the hour. I'm not sure. I'm still disgusted by the whole thing, obviously. Obviously. But if you don't speak out, people might think you weren't disgusted at all. Oh, you must excuse me. I ought to be upstairs. Of course, James is like, um, they're like, all right. Oh my God. Brian is such a bitch. Just like, if you don't say anything, people are going to question your manhood and think that you're gay. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, basically. Horrible. Which is trying to egg him on to say something. Yeah. You know, it's just, she's being very rude about this it. This is just like the worst falling out. Like, I don't even know. Get Thomas in even more trouble. I still don't even know what happened for, for this to go on this long. Like, it's been happening all season. Like, I, I still don't understand why she's just... Was, was just because of how much she was making fun of Alfred at the, at the beginning? Like, was that it? I think it is. I think it's because of Alfred. I think, like, she just was... I don't... I think also he was, like, kind of acting really mean towards Mr. Bates. And she was like, just stop it with the Mr. Bates stuff? Or something like that, right? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> this episode really went by pretty quickly. Um, so then we've got... Really? Um... It, it, oh my gosh. When I was watching this last night, it took forever. I was, I was, like, I was like, is it done yet? Like, I don't know. I, I, I was in a weird headspace watching this, watching this episode. So um, I'm doing my best here. But... Um... <laughs> <laughs> A, it's been a tough time then hasn't it it's been a little bit of a tough weekend for me but um, uh but that's fine um so people are getting ready for dinner um yeah so this is where mary's like talking about girl Cora stuff and... and matthew's like what are you talking about and yes. mary's like oh girl stuff so i'm gonna play it <laughs> yeah i'm gonna play it because it's one of those things that just aggravated me so much and i'll, I'll mention it again later but i must go o'brien will scold me What are you talking about? Nothing. Women's stuff. Your ears must have been burning earlier. <laughs> can't even be bothered. Was discussing the cricket match. Okay. So, yeah, she, he walks in on Mary and Cora. And Mary, you know, Cora's like, oh, the doctor will take Did we overhear what Cora and Mary were talking about? Or was it just like at the end of their conversation? It's the very end. Cora says, the doctor will take good care of you. And then he walks in and he's like, what's going on? You know? Um, so and then does he's Cora like, know? Yeah, Cora knows. <laughs> Cora does know because this is like, that's the reason why she went down to London so she could go to see this doctor. So Cora must have been like, you should go see this doctor. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And again, it's like very vague. So we'll, we'll get to that. But um, 
they they don't seem to be speaking of fertility very often in the show. So uh, they don't they don't like to talk about any kind of private parts at all in any sort of fashion. Yeah, like, I, I I may have read ahead to to a future episode, so I do know what happens. But maybe I'm thinking something happened already in this episode. No, okay, I know what happened. I remember, <laughs> but I but but I I did I did actually read ahead, so I right. do know what happens. But <laughs> right, but yeah, well, yeah. Um, so then, Mary's finishing getting ready. Yeah, and uh, Matthew says something like, "Well, it's a good thing uh, Bates doesn't have to actually go participate in this dumb cricket game." And then <laughs> Anna's like, "I think he'd like to walk normally, sir, even if he had to uh, do a cricket game once a year." And then Matthew was like, "Oh shit, that's right." And she's like, "I'm only playing with you, dude." <laughs> <laughs> It's quite all right. Well, and like, and, and Bates has been barely using his cane. Like, yeah, but I don't think he can play like cricket. He's barely using. Okay, like that. There's the big. I know. I know. I can't play cricket. I don't think he can. But run. he's he's basically cured. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So then Mosley is downstairs with everybody, just talking about how his his father was a cricket player. He is like completely uh Crickets in my blood yeah he's, it's in his blood and he he couldn't play for a team but he's been playing cricket his whole life and he's he's kind of just talking like a know-it-all about this <laughs> he could give everyone some pointers because he's so he's, he's like i'm so good i can teach everyone how to play oh my god mr mosley um all the girls the are laughing at him laughing so at like, him, oh yeah. god mr mosley is such a loser <laughs> he's such a loser um so uh Edith has gotten uh she, she her column is is kind of about soldiers being on the streets now. Um Yeah. And so she's just talking about that with her sister and and with Matthew and it's it's good that she's like writing something that's a lot more serious and a lot more you know not just like frivolous lady things. This is like something that's actually important, you know. Um so it's nice to see that. Um, and we've got right. everybody over for dinner, I'm guessing. Looks like the sun's still very much up, so I, I guess it's kind a very of like early a, dinner. Yeah, an early dinner. <laughs> and Violet's start saying the dinner. that her cousin is gonna come and visit, or her one of her nieces. Or her niece. Mm-hmm. Yes, her niece. Shrimpy? What's her actual name? Shrimpy <laughs> is the Shrimpy. No, Shrimpy is the um uncle, I think, and Oh, okay. The niece is is like the youngest niece. Um, this is yeah. also one I don't of remember many what her times. name was. Yeah, I forgot it too. I guess we'll find out again. Um, this is one of many times where Robert tries to enlist, um, Branson to play. Thomas, on- yeah, or, yeah, yeah, Tom, 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 yeah, to pay to play on this dang cricket team. He's like, I don't know how to play. I really don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> Which is which is really cute because like you know he wants him to get involved and like I mean yeah, yeah Robert's being crazy about the whole cricket He's thing crazy. but it's yeah. cute like Tom like Branson's just like I don't want to play and Cora's like Robert leave the poor man alone he really just wants to play it's so really he'll funny. win like he's he's not really concerned about involving yeah, he wants Tom. To He's just like he really well, really wants yeah. to win for the house like that's his major concern. Um, I'm just I, I'm just thinking about that cute scene at the at the very end of the episode yes. like. We'll, we'll talk about it at the yeah, very end. We'll get really there. Cute. We're going to get there um, slowly but surely, yeah. but we're going to get there because um, there's a lot oh, of stuff God. that happens. Again, yes. O'Brien um, bothers James about saying the truth. 
Um, and Bates overhears this, and so does Mrs. Patmore. So Bates knows something's up with James and O'Brien now. Um, oh, Rose is the and name cause, of cause the Because what's Downton really good at? Having other people listen to conversations. Right? <laughs> yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. Overhearing things? That's exactly right. And asking questions that don't get answered. That's also the second thing. <laughs> Which has there already happened there you go. like four times in this episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so Rose is going to come visit. That's that's basically, that's that's what her name is. Um, played by, um, what's that actress's name? Lily, Lily, Lily James. James. Yes, that's right. Lily James. Yeah. 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 You know, don't dislike Lily James. This is definitely one of her, her younger roles as well. Oh, yeah, very young. Um... Then, so, uh, oh my god, that glare uh, that Mr. Thomas and Bates are chatting. I mean, just... Yeah, what's happening here? I think oh, that... Are all three of them in there? Yeah, Robert and... I'll just play it. I'll just play it. <laughs> Sorry, we got we got some bad internet this, this time, guys. Okay. I think Robert is chatting about the fact that he's excited that Thomas is going to be playing this this cricket game because that's all he's concerned about okay yeah oh shoot 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 oh shoot. no shoot 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 <laughs> okay here we go no 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 <laughs> Okay. I think such a people hard listening. Time here, so yeah. what hap- what is what's happening is Alessandra has the scene queued up, but as she goes to turn the volume up, she clicks later in the episode and she keeps messing herself. <laughs> I, I do. Okay, here we go. Oh no. Okay. All right. Well, we kind of skipped the conversation. I'm not going back. I'm not going back. <laughs> Mr. Bates is just. Doesn't he want? That's later, I guess. He wants Thomas to stay, but that's later. Yeah. Right? Yeah, okay. it's later. Um, this is just him saying that he's oh, yeah. glad that he can play on the team, <laughs> and that Mr. Bates is going to take his spot, basically. <laughs> okay, wait. This is. Yes, and Mr. Bates is inquiring, what what will Thomas do? So this is another situation where Mary is talking to Matthew, and she had just come back from London, so she's in a little, she's she's kind of rusting. And so Matthew just goes in for a really passionate kiss and is like really obviously wanting to get it on. And then she's like, okay, we need to um, just keep it at kissing because... <laughs> She's like, I really missed you, but I'm a little tired for my trip. And and he's like, is everything okay? And she's like, yeah, it's completely fine. <laughs> it's like, yeah, at this point, Kimmy and I thought she was pregnant. So Kimmy was like, she can have sex while she's pregnant. But then, you know, yeah, we learn later. This but, is not it. Like, but yeah, at, at this point, we thought she was pregnant. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. Um, so then James goes to Mr. Carson and then he kind of tells Mr. Carson what's up. He's like, I'm going to go to the cops. I'm going to tell them what Mr. Barrow did. And Mr. Carson's like, oh no, please don't do that. Um, cause he hears that Mr. Carson's going to give him a good reference. And then Mr. Carson's like, this is my business, you know, not, not a bad reference. I'll write him what he deserves. And then 
James is like, well, I'm going to go to the cops then. And then Mr. Carson's like, no. And he says, basically, he basically so Mr. Carson's kind of put into a corner and yeah. he kind of has to retract the good reference that he'll have to tell Thomas about later, which is, which stinks. I mean, it's, it's just such a weird situation because one, Thomas shouldn't have kissed James in his sleep, obviously. But it's just like, I feel bad for Thomas because it's, it's O'Brien. Like O'Brien's being such well, a Well, she's bitch. making it worse. And she is. She's, yeah. If it wasn't for what O'Brien does in this episode, Thomas would have left. So now we still have to deal with him for the, the next season. I guess uh, forever in perpetuity. <sighs> Because I don't remember if he ever leaves. I don't think I don't think he ever does. I think he literally is there for the rest of the show. He probably doesn't leave. No. Look who's arrived. He will die at Downton. <laughs> um, <laughs> Lily James. Lily, Lily James, James has arrived in a really cute outfit. I mean, it is a very nineteen so twenties kind of play. Light, like white and blue stripes. Um, really cute matching hat. Oh my god, I could totally see you wearing something like this too, Emily. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I would wear this outfit. It's so, um, so they're just chatting, cute. chatting about her, about her dad. Um, they kind of bring up. I, I don't know if it happens here or if it's in the next scene with her, but um, they noticed a uh, Ethel. Yeah, is that her name? Right? And they Ethel? got some. It, Violet got some um, answers to the advertisement. Yeah. Yes. They got some responses. Yeah. Um, and she's just like, and obviously, Isabel's a little bit mad. Isabel's about the not fact too happy she, about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That her cooks, her housekeeper is gonna be gone, but um, she at least wants what's oh, best. Sandra, I, th- I think that was the lamp. What? I thought that. What? I think that was the lamp. The lamp? Holy shit! Is that the lamp? <laughs> not this one, right? This one behind. Yeah, no. that one. The one behind. Uh-uh. Oh, really? The, That's exciting. The, the one behind Violet. The one behind. I think it was that. I think it was that okay, one. Okay. Well, why don't you describe it to everybody? Because of the whole lamp situation last episode. <laughs> oh gosh, the inter- Oh gosh, the internet. I'm so sorry. Okay. So okay. So, I think this is it because I remember when when Kimmy it, right. It was the one Kimmy saw and really liked. Right. It was it was, it was white. This one's like white, kind of like a silvery color. And the tassels are just, like, so perfectly scalloped, like, going all around it. I, I, I remember that being being a part of the lamp. So I think I think that's the lamp. I think that was it. I think it is as well. I saw it, and it just, like, something clicked in my mind. I think it's it. <laughs> it's very beautiful. All right, beautiful. guys, we found the lamp. Great job. It, great job. <laughs> we found the lamp. Um, great job. T- great, great job, team. So just this scene, like, Isabel and... Violet kind of just dig at each other the whole time. I mean, they don't like hate each other. They just, they're just, they just dig at each other all the time. Mr. Carson is telling Thomas that yeah. he can't give James him a good reference cute. now. And then, and then Thomas he is just, he's so sad. Oh my god, like he's so sad. His poor face. This actor is so he, good. He looks like he's, he's so gonna good. cry. Like he looks like he's gonna cry. Yeah, I mean, I it's it's his entire life. And then Mr. Carson is essentially being blackmailed. And so then Thomas is mm-hmm. like. This is not Jimmy's idea. Somebody put him up to it. It's probably O'Brien. And then he's like, yeah, yeah, probably. And it's like, again, there's a reputation of down at stake. So Carson is just like very protective of this. And he lets Thomas stay yeah. for a couple days because Thomas has to get stuff 
like organized and Thomas is at his lowest point for sure. This is even lower than when he bought that flower that was basically like, you know, dust. Chalk. Yeah, chalk dust. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, oh my God. Can you imagine eating one of those pies that the oh, chalk no. dust was made? No, I can't. Finally, Anna and Bates have moved into their little cottage. And it looks, uh, it's a little, uh, it's a little dreary. It's a little, uh, <laughs> a little, uh, a little, a little dark, a little dreary. Yeah. Um, but you but know, Anna, they seem going to make it look nice. They seem optimistic. Yeah. They're like, I think we could fix it up. I think it'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. And it's definitely, Bates is know... just happy to. Yeah. Is this, is this where Bates, what are they doing? Bates oh does something in this. So yep. There it is. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> What did he just do, Emily? I would like you to explain to the people what he just did. When this happened, I was like, whoa. <laughs> like, so so Anna's like picking stuff up around the house and and there's like this cloth that she picks up and she's like looking at it. And Bates just like is looking at her so lovingly and like kind of cute. He just like approaches her and just like, just like, nabs the nabs the fabric and just, t- just throws it away he just throws it and then he just like grabs her and it starts macking out with her face and it's just <laughs> it was very uh it was very spontaneous for for i won't say sexy but uh it was, it was a very spontaneous thing yeah oh and then they fall on the couch and laugh and they're, they're really happy cute. they're a happy married couple cute. it's it's like you know i don't really like mr bates but i don't hate him and it's cute that they're happy i'm glad that they're happy i don't really care about them as a couple really like anna's cool i guess but like i don't really i don't really care about them but i'm happy that they're happy yeah it's it's a very cute newlyweds moment you know yeah. Um, then we're at dinner with everybody. Rose is brought up that she really wants to go to London. And then Violet's like, I thought you hated London. And then she's like, oh, no, that my mom your, said. Your that... mother said you hated London. Like, oh, my mom said that? Why? She's crazy. Oh, she's crazy. And like, Rose is 18. Okay. So she is like in the height of her young wild brain right now um and <laughs> obviously she wants to go to london so she's uh she she wants to go to london after her mother says she hates it and then she's and then she's like okay so you'll stay with your family there and she's like no i can't i don't want to impose or something and then edith's like okay i guess you could stay with like like these are very clear things like kimmy and i were like she's up to something oh yeah like, this girl's gonna this girl's gonna run away or so like run away with some dude or something i don't know what she's got planned but she's got something planned yeah she's gonna go stay with edith and then matthew's gonna come along as he as he says later um edith's gotta go chat to her editor um i just love how independent edith is uh it being in this um and it's good that matthew goes with her because of this whole situation that happens with rose it's kind of fun though because you know it's like a we get like a city scene and we didn't really have that and so we'll talk about that later as it happens. Yeah. But, um, Edith is quickly becoming my favorite character. I really don't <laughs> have anybody else who I really like, you know? She's really good. She's 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 so great. She's so much better than she was, like, in seasons one. And just season one. I mean, she was great in season two as well. Yeah, that's <clears throat> true. So Tom and um, Cora are chatting about the fact that they're going to be changing 
the ways that they're spending money here on, at Downton and not just giving the people who live on Downton like a pension for nothing, for doing nothing. And Tom's like, well, they yeah. we want to give them money to work. We don't want them to like not, j- they you know, they just live there. They just suck up your money. They That's all they do. So we need to make them work. Um, and he's like, well, you know, they'll be, we're going to live at like the little house that the guy used to live at and everything, me and the baby. Which is, you know, nice. Sibby. Um, which is what Cora, Cora just called her Sibby. Sibby. Cute. So cute. Yeah, little baby Sibby. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Um, our, our first time seeing Mrs. Hughes this episode, we're, we're how many minutes in? Um, <laughs> I feel like we haven't seen her at all. Dude, yeah, no, we're 17 minutes in. Yeah, we have not seen her yet. But she, she sees finds... Thomas crying outside. Yeah. Looking sad as fuck. She's asking him. Yeah, looking really sad. She's just like, like, how you doing? He's like, not great. <laughs> um, oh, the, this is where he tells, he tells Mrs. Hughes what happened. Cause I guess she, she doesn't, she still, not many people know probably what happened, obviously, but. I'm really glad that he tells I, her. I thought Mrs. Hughes would have at least known. But Yeah. But he tells her and she's but like, I, I bet Mr. Carson would not want as many people to know. I know. Yeah. Well, then everybody ends up knowing. It's really kind of like, like literally everybody knows. Okay, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. So then Isabel is talking to Ethel about that. She's like, you know, I, I, the truth is I, I, me and Violet put these advertisements in the newspaper for you so that you can go off and you're going to get a good reference from me and from Mrs. Hughes and you're going to start an entire new life. You're not even going to have the fact that you were once a whore on, on your record at all. Like you will literally become a brand new person, which is a very good uh, prospect for her just starting off brand new. Um, and so she's going to think about it. Um, which is, which is a great option for her, a great opportunity for her. So she's going to look those over. It really is. It really is. How beautiful is this dress that Mary is wearing in this scene? I mean, it has got these gorgeous, like, black drapey mesh sleeves yes sleeves oh my god i'm just so obsessed with this kind of look right now it is so cute so pretty yeah um i got look i swear to god i could make that dress i really think i could (laughs) you definitely could um i think mary is asking edith if she can keep matthew from coming on back Mm. on a certain certain Train. train or something yes Yes, and Edith asks why, and she doesn't say why. So, uh, she doesn't say why. Doesn't get to know. She's trying to keep Matthew away from clearly her going to the doctor. I think that's kind of the situation. Um, and Robert at this point is just chatting to Branson and Cora about the new changes that he is anticipating with this whole budget situation. Because again, he feels like he's at the other end of this and doesn't want any changes at all. But everybody agrees that they need changes. Um, Carson is talking to Mrs. Hughes and Mrs. Hughes is like, do you think Thomas is the first man that of that sort that I've ever come across? And it's like, uh, no. And, and Mr. Carson's like, I, he's kind of the first person I've ever seen. And then Mrs. Hughes is like, I have met a lot of people on this earth, Mr. Carson. <laughs> there's a, there's a lot people of different of kinds of people out there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Shape, you know, sizes, she... and sexuality. You need to, you need to, you need to open your damn eyes. Yeah, and and obviously Mr. Carson, to be honest, is treating this very well. <laughs> yeah, she she seems to think that James led him on, but not 
but not knowingly. Um, I'm going to just play been, like, persuaded. Yeah, I'm going to play it because oh, I think it's this. actually a good scene. Like, I probably should just play it. Cannot allow him to blackmail you like this. And before you ask, Thomas has told me the whole story. I'm only sorry you had to listen to such horrors. Why? Do you think Thomas is the first man of that sort that I've ever come across? Oh, I'd hope so. Well, he isn't. And I'll tell you something else. I think James may have led him on. What? Oh, I cannot listen to such allegations. Calm down. I don't mean deliberately, but he's a vain and silly flirt. He may have given Thomas the wrong impression without meaning to. I can hardly believe we're having this conversation. Maybe not, <laughs> but I won't sit by and let that young whippersnapper ruin a man for the rest of his life. Not a man who was wounded in the service of king and country. We may have no choice. These practices, with which you're apparently so familiar, are against the law. I know that. Very well, then. If we stand up to James and he goes to the police, it will only put Thomas in prison, which he will not thank you for. Okay. Since I accidentally pressed the pause button, it, it's... We're gonna... Okay. It was perfect timing. Oh, my God. Um... <laughs> so it's quite the situation. I forgot that, that he here. was wounded and the fact that he did it himself. Do you remember that? Do you remember when he shot himself? Yeah, I do. I, yeah, well, that's why That's why I made that face when he was, like, wounded for king and country. And I was like, deliberately? Yeah. And Thomas goes up to Mr. Bates, who's, like, I guess, inspecting the outside of his house at nighttime for some reason. And Yeah, Thomas is kind of creepy. Well, well, Bates said he went for Cole, but Thomas seemed like he was, like, waiting outside, like, for Bates to come out. Yeah, he wants to confront him. Like a little, like a little creepy. Yeah, because he's like, "Well, Mr. Bates, you're so happy now, even though he was fucking in jail for like a year and a half, and that probably sucked ass." So it's like, "Come How on, do you like your happy, happy cookie cutter life? <laughs> you disgust me." <laughs> That's exactly what he says. He's like so jealous, and I'm like, "Yeah, I mean, I get you, dude, but also Mr. Bates went through so much shit to be with his wife, like." His previous wife was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, like, anyway. Oh boy, they're, they're really going out there, aren't they? They're talking. Yeah, they talked about something for a long time, and I'll say that I probably got half of it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was talking about the dogs. Um, oh. Yeah, the dogs are going too. Yeah, they're, they're going. Um, everybody's downstairs talking about crickets. So yep. <laughs> I was going they're, back they're to down a couple. I think they're counting how many people they have, um, and they're still down a couple people or something. Like they're counting. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh, Mr. Branson's gonna play," which they haven't even solidified that. Um, oh yeah, they say what about Mr. Barrow? Yeah, if Thomas is gonna play, I'll be gone by then. Yeah, yeah, but he is. He's gonna. He's gonna play. Um. Robert asks about Mary. Cora's like, oh, is she going to be back? Okay, nothing, nothing's wrong. Is everything as it should be between them? She's like, between Mary and Matthew? Oh, yes, I think so. Why do you ask? Maybe because she keeps going down to the doctor. <laughs> oh, look at it. It's that facade. The Greek facade. <laughs> there it is, and off in the distance. In the distance. Yes, he was just looking at it longingly, like, I miss Greece. Wow. That one time I went there. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. So that was just like a very small conversation. I actually really like this episode. I love all the like mundane stuff, the stuff about cricket. It's just so useless, you know? I, I like it. <laughs> just so useless and good. Yeah, they're just like, oh, Mr. Branson, he won't play. He will play? Will he play? I, literally the whole thing is just like various different conversations about this kind of stuff. It's very silly. I think I, I think the more mundane episodes are, are just overall better because they're less dramatic. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, the, the stuff with Thomas, the, the stuff with Thomas, like, seems like it would be dramatic but it also seems like very real to me so it's just like it doesn't like not dramatic to the point where it's cheesy like it's it's dramatic to the point where like this is serious but like the the show isn't really making it seem all that serious yes like, i don't know yeah it, it's it's acting a little bit less like it's it yeah it's going to close it up in this episode so that's good like it's going to be done after this um so we've yeah. arrived at Aunt Marsman's house where Matthew and Edith and Rose are going to be staying. And Rose sneaks off into the other room in her, again, very cute blue outfit to call uh, somebody on the phone. <laughs> to call somebody. Maybe her, maybe her boo thing. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, it's pretty cute because she's, she's the young person. She knows how to use technology. Um, Ethel is telling... Uh, Isabel that she's found some uh, agreeable responses to this advertisement and actually one of them is near Cheadle where Mrs. Mr. and Mrs. Bryant live which is as we know where her son lives and she was like well, well but she's I saying she doesn't want to take them yeah right because they're, they're like, good but she doesn't want to take them because she doesn't want to she doesn't want to be near them mm-hmm so she's worried because she'll like be she'll like run into her son when she's out and that would be very yeah. hard for her, you know? And, like, if she can't even interact with her son, like, there's no point, right? So it's a little bit, it's it's harsh, and it's something that she has to consider. And then she's yeah. like, I think I'm going to stay. And then Isabel's like, okay, you know, like, you could do whatever you want, but I'm just giving you this option. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Isabel's never going to, like, kick her out. Like, she's just no. like, we're finding you some options. If there's one that you like, then sure, take it. Like, no hard feelings, but if you're not ready then i'm not forcing you to leave either so then the hot london yeah (laughs) the hot editors hot editor exactly i was like then the hot editor tells edith that she looks pretty he sure does he tells her she's pretty yeah she seems a little bit his hair reminds me of um his hair reminds me of like gildery lockhart (laughs) yeah for sure I like this guy, but like, I, but like less, less fake looking. Like it, it's, yeah. it's just the style. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really cute. He's very like, like into... he's been working, and it's like it's not as it's like kind of falling apart. You mm-hmm. know, it's been a day. Yeah, but he's an editor. He's, he's got really he's got cute. hard work to do. It's, <laughs> he's, he's really a cute guy. He's really cute. He's, he's got a he's little cute guy. He really curly is. cute. He loves Edith's writing. He's cute. They have like really good banter. They're they love. They're like flirting, but like. Edith's kind of like not, she's not forwardly flirting. She's just, she's having like a nice friendly chat with him. And um, so I think she's, he kind of asks her, you know, it would be nice if we could go out to dinner. She's like, I'm kind of busy tonight. Sorry. Um, so I think it's okay, pretty well, clear that he has a crush like, on She's her. definitely picking up what he's putting uh, down. Like, like she knows what's happening. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, it's but yeah. he's pretty cute. He's pretty cute. Um, yeah. Anna the is painting are painting their, their house. house. Yeah. It's kind of cute. It's like a real cute. Bates, Bates, Bates is like, is he's so sure about helping. He's like, I'm going to help. And she's like, you know, you don't have yeah. to. And he's like, I will. And he like kind of gets paint on himself and they're really cute. Yeah. Um, he's like going to help Thomas, which is wild because he fucking hates Thomas. <laughs> uh, oh, is, that, is that where he tells Anna that he's going to help? Yeah. I think so. I think so. Rose grabs a taxi in this epic outfit. Again, the third outfit of of the show she's just got this excellent like 1920s kind of like bejeweled headband thing like, on like black headband tiara like i don't even know what yes. this but it is and her hair, her hair is like crazy puffy curly it is cute yeah it's pretty awesome um mrs hughes chats with bates about the whole thomas situation i think this is when he decides to help him. I don't think it was in the previous scene. There's just so many tiny little scenes in this episode. Um, he's basically it's hard this to keep track. I mean, we know the gist of what happens. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which I'm not even going to pause this anymore because we have to keep going. Like, I can't, like, unless I want to play something, it's... Yeah. Unless it's just... a scene, we're, we're just going to keep it moving. We're just going to keep moving and moving. <laughs> um, okay. Again, we're going to be, we already, explain what happens in this scene, Emily. Do you want me to explain? Look who's come to the door of They're... Rosamond, Matthew, and Edith. They're waiting for Rose. Oh, oh, okay. So, yeah. Yeah, they're waiting for Rose. They've already started dinner and they're like, where, where the, where the heck is this girl? And the taxi man comes in who, who picked her up and he's like, uh, yeah, I, I picked her up. Um, they're like, Okay where'd you go and he's like we went to um something square didn't they go to like heart warwick square warwick there we go went square to, they picked up someone to pick up a friend yes and then they took her a friend to... where they hung out somewhere for like two hours yeah like oh my god <laughs> what are they doing in there for two hours what do you think they did <laughs> <laughs> They know what they did. Something uh, that uh, two unmarried pe- or two people should not be doing if they're not married in 1920s. What I'm saying, especially somebody like Rose. Oh, for sure, for sure. Who's 18, and this guy's clearly like not 18. <laughs> um, and then he says that he dropped them off at like at like a club. So now yeah. this is uh, we're seeing the club bumping. It's a jazz club, and uh, all all the youngsters are looking real cute. I love it. I love it so much. I love and that we get this little dresses. jazz. Yes, we get like a jazz scene, some fun dancing, which is, you know, 20s dancing is just a lot of top it up and down. <laughs> um, like bouncing in it like a pogo stick kind of thing. Yeah, so much, um, so much bouncing and twirling. Yes, bouncing and twirling um, very quickly. Those calves are really working hard. <laughs> Matthew, Rosamond, oh, and yeah. Edith we walk see, uh... into this place and they stick out like a sore thumb. <laughs> yes. And they see her dancing with this older guy. And they're just uh, they're just a little shocked by what they're seeing. Heavens, what a transformation. Oh, they see they see Rose. <laughs> I love it so much. It's so cute that we get the scene with them. Um then they go kind of flag her down. Matthew 
they they go sit down, her and this guy, they start making out, and then Rosamond Edith and, and Matthew walk up, and she's like, holy shit, <laughs> you're here. How the heck did you find me? Uh, so then they introduce themselves, and it's awkward. I, I'm just going to... I'm going to play it because I think it's really silly. Okay. How on earth did you find me? How do you do? I'm a cousin of Rose's mother. Lady Rosamond Painswick. Miss Terence Margadale. Well, how do you do? Please sit down. Can you bring some more glasses? Tell me, where is Mrs. Margadale? Uh, she's in the country at the... <laughs> um, uh, uh, Terence... It used to work for Daddy, so he's more of a family friend, really. Oh, so Cousin Shrimpy will be pleased to hear about him, will he? No, please. Why did we dance? <laughs> now, look, I think I can just about get Rosamond and Edith to keep their mouths shut if you come back with us now and have nothing more to do with this man. At least not until you're out of our charge. But, you know, he's, he's, he's terribly unhappy and it's not his fault at all. His wife is absolutely horrid. Married men who wish to seduce young women always have horrid wives. I suggest you meet Mrs. Margadale before you come to any final conclusions. You're wrong. He's in love with me. He wants to marry me just as soon as he can get a divorce. And when will that be? Oh, well... You see, it's terribly difficult. Yes, I thought it might be. Now, are you going to accept my conditions? Or do I throw you to Lady Rosamond? Why are you helping me? I'm on the side of the downtrodden. Matthew is not a complete asshole in this episode, which is uh, nice. <laughs> no, he, he never is. He is. He's just like the perfect... Perfect quaffed haired bean. He's got some he's got some flaws and we have talked about this in the previous part episodes, okay? That's true, like that's he's true. he's not perfect. He can yeah, be yeah. a little obtuse sometimes. Um I just like that scene. I thought it was really fun. Yeah. It reminded me of young Indiana Jones. Sure did. Sure did. Sure did. Um Oh my god, I also should play this scene because it's so funny. Um Okay. Violet and Cora and um, Isabel are chatting about motherhood. You need to stay for it. Well, no, no, I'm, I'm glad she's staying, but one forgets about parenthood, the on and onness of it. Were you a very involved mother with Robert and Rosamond? Does it surprise you? A bit. I'd imagined them surrounded by. Nannies and governesses being starched and ironed to spend an hour with you after tea. Yes, but it was an hour every day. <laughs> I see, yes. How tiring. Oh, oh epic. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. So oh. funny. Violet seems like a really great mother. Um. So James goes back to Mr. Carson. Mr. Bates is here as well to hear what James has to say uh, and asks when Thomas is going to leave and then Mr. Carson doesn't know and he's like are you sure he's going to be leaving? Like He's just kind of putting some pressure on Mr. Carson at this point. And Bates says, what do you got to be such a 
Like, why don't you go put your big girl's blouse on and then just deal with it or something like that? I know. <laughs> it was like, why did you have to say that? Like, oh my god. It's Mr. just so... It's... Ugh. I I hate this situation because I'm like... I'm I'm on everyone's side, but only a little bit. Like, just... And I, and I just hate how Thomas is being treated. Like, he's being seen as the villain just because he's gay. And it, but it's just like, but yeah, Thomas but shouldn't have done that. Shouldn't... And it's just like, he shouldn't have done that. I know. Like, he should have. <laughs> but also, just James like... is like putting pressure on Mr. Gr- I don't see how it's resolved in the end, really, at all. Because now we're still going to have this issue that he. Anyway, we're going to talk about it. But. <laughs> O'Brien's like talking to Ivy and she's like, you know, why don't you stay out of it? And obviously Alfred knows what happened. So he's just staying quiet. But yeah, Alfred's Alfred's pretty pissed Um, off about the whole thing too. He is. Yeah. Because he's also like, this is wrong. This is ridiculous. You know, this is is illegal. Bubbling up. And then Isabel rides with Violet in the car and tells her the whole situation with Ethel and how she doesn't want to leave because of the whole Brian's thing. And then, okay, then Violet's like, well. I'm going to figure something out then because <laughs> uh, I don't Vi- Violet to... wants her gone. Yeah. Violet does not want yeah. her to stay. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so it turns out Matthew has visited the doctor and that's why he wanted to go down to London. Um, and then he's like, has my wife gone to see you? And then the guy's like, I'm, you know, not aware of treating a Mrs. Crawley, but I wouldn't tell you if I had. And he's like, okay. So it turns out that Matthew is trying to figure out his fertility situation as well, because he's also concerned about it. Um, yes. And again, they don't talk to each other about this. So how the fuck nope. is he supposed to know? Yeah. They're married. This is something that they should be discussing, but they're not. Apparently not. Apparently not. <laughs> not necessary. For people a married need, couple to this is literally this. like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> it's just like important that they 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 talk to each other about this this is very important <laughs> anyway he walks down the stairs and who does he see his wife right there coming to see the doctor under a different name at the receptionist desk saying that mrs levinson is here that little sneaky sneak and she's got the <laughs> most beautiful blue coat on i mean it is so gorgeous it's just such a beautiful color it's like tailored so well i love i love the floral color oh Oh, my goodness it is definitely one of her top 10 outfits top 10 it is so pretty oh my god i love it (laughs) um so she goes there's something wrong with that they're having like tea and it's like she doesn't tell him what was wrong because they're having tea and i guess it's just improper and she had to have a small operation she doesn't say what happened or why but it was weeks ago and she didn't tell him which is just it's just wild. I mean, they're fucking married. Which like she was, which is why she was recuperating, and which was why she told him that they can't have sex. But Kimmy and I were trying to figure out what kind of operation she could have had because, like, we could not figure it out. The thing is, I don't know what kind of operation she would have had in nineteen twenty-two. Like, I don't. I, there must be something because now people have operations because of all sorts of things. You know, 
Um, yeah. But that's like an internal, like, whatever it was, like, I don't know what if it was small, like, it, you know, I don't know what it would possibly be. I truly don't. I mean, that, something. I don't, I don't know. Their cervix, maybe, or something? I don't know. I'm sure. I, I truly have no idea. Um, But she's clearly got it under control, and... By the way... <laughs> yeah. They can have sex. She, she's she's recovering. She's recovering, and the second she's fully recovered, they can just have at it and start making babies. Yeah. Because they'll be, it'll be right as rain. Exactly. Ba- baby, first first try. For, baby, first baby. try. Yep, exactly. Right there. Right there. Um... Then we kind of get something solved where the Bryant's, or, or no, yeah, Rose is back, chats with Edith, and she's like, you think that everything is going to be kept quiet about what I did in London? And they're at Violet's right now, and Violet overhears them talking about this, and she's like, she's, as long she's as you don't do anything. on the stairs, yeah, the second they both leave. Second they leave, Violet turns a corner and I was like, oh shit, Violet. Overhearing them chat. Again, the overhearing trope of Downton Abbey. <laughs> there it is. She's heard them chat. Heard them chat about it. Um, oh, Mosley's being Maggie and all, and all of her grace. Derp and trying to hit the <laughs> cricket bat in the middle of the kitchen derp. for some reason. Being a derp. He's just such a derp. Um, yeah. Alfred just... And Miss Patmore's trying to... It sounds like she's trying to get information out of Alfred about the whole Thomas thing, and he's just like, nothing. Nothing that needs to concern you. And everybody's, like, concerned um, about the fact <clears throat> that he's not getting a reference. Like, I can't believe he's not getting a good reference. What the fuck? What, what happened? You know? And, like, they're talking about it, making it more of a thing than it actually is. Like, it, it was a thing, but it's just like... My gosh, like, now everybody's gonna know, because it's like, they're chatting about it. Oh, he's not getting a reference? Why? What did he do? You know? Like, they're not, they're gonna figure it out. They're nosy. And, um... Yeah. Yeah. Then Mr. Bates tells Robert the entire thing, and then he goes, as if we didn't all know that about Barrow. He's not even upset either. He's like... (laughs) Oh well, I mean, we all know he's gay. The only the only person who cares, the only person who cares is James and O'Brien and Carson right. and Mr. Carson. Carson. Yeah, I mean, and O'Brien. Well, I mean, O'Brien doesn't care that he's gay. She's just using it against him. But. Exactly. But Carson just doesn't like it. But he doesn't. It. He doesn't think he's a. Like it's not a blemish on who he is or how good of he is at his job. He just did something he shouldn't have done, and it's just like okay. It, that's it like that's where it, it ends you know and every you know it's just james who's like pushing it because of o'brien um it's crazy. yeah but it still seems it still seems like he uses it against him yeah. like in just in some ways like just you know yeah and and not to mention that cars like thomas also stole stuff stuff originally and that's when he was originally gonna get fired but that's just like all out the window now that like i mean he's 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 changed a lot since then obviously but it's just like i don't know it just seems like Thomas is such this constant concern for Carson and yeah, like just no one wants to get rid of him. I know it's like he's a headache, but you want to keep him around. Why? <laughs> um, Rose basically kind of cool, outs a cool herself. Lamp, lamp shade behind us. Yeah, that's a fun <laughs> lamp shade. Like a, yeah, it's like, a, it's like a moon. It's like a, it's like a crescent moon. Yeah, that's cool. It is a good one. That's really Since she overheard Rose talking um, about what Rose she is did. chatting with Violet, 
Yeah. Yeah. She's like, oh, you're going to go stay with your Aunt Agatha now. And she's like, shit, I didn't want that to happen. In Scotland. Yeah. (laughs) There's nobody in Scotland. Yeah, exactly, Rose. There's nobody in Scotland. (laughs) Um, And so Rose kind of outs herself and is like, Terrence did this. And she's like, oh, there's a Terrence? I don't know anything about that. So she kind of just... She, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, like it's it's about. so funny how she spins it. She's like, so you're so I talked to your mom. You're gonna go stay with your aunt in Scotland, and she's like, who told you about Terrence? Like Terrence, who? Yeah, she didn't actually know. She just got it out of her so by funny. riling her up. It's good, good tactic. Yeah. yeah. Um. Then we've got Mr. Bates chatting with Thomas, uh, trying to figure out his situation, trying to help him. So he's like, is there anything that you said to Miss? Like that, Miss o- that you have on on O'Brien that you, we could use to get her to back off. And and Thomas is like, I'm I'm beaten down. There's nothing oh. that we can do. Is this where is this where Tom is this where Mr. Bates learns about the the thing and used it against? Because I was wondering how he knew that. Is this where they? He yeah, he. This is where he tells ta- her. Yes, because Thomas knows. He tells. Thomas knew. I guess I I don't remember Thomas knowing about this, but. Maybe he had a suspicion. Oh my gosh. Okay. About the baby thing. About the whole fact that Miss O'Brien killed Cora's baby. Oh man. Um, okay. Okay. So again, I'm glad it's going back to that one very crucial thing. It was like the time that Mr. Pamuk died. Everybody was just talking about that for so many seasons. And The baby dying was a is... huge thing. It's a huge thing. Oh my gosh. Um, it was horrible. And we're having a very heated discussion where Robert is screaming at Matthew. Yeah, it's about the farm again. He's and then Ma- and Matthew. Uh, oh my God, Matthew totally just says like when you were in, when you were in charge of the finances, you fucked everything up. Like he just straight up says it. Yeah, yeah. And and even Cora is on their side. They're like, we need to change this. Like Mary, Cora, everybody's against Robert. Robert is like what about the people who live here and they're like but what about the future of downton like if we continue like this we're just gonna be hemorrhaging money okay so it's yeah. not gonna work we all need to be in on this robert buddy you need to change we, we're all so in on this pig-headed. you need to join us robert like everyone's ganging up on robert yeah yeah Glad that this is being solved right now because again, this whole money situation was getting on my nerves. It's this really season was. does wrap things up. It it is wrapping things up. It is happening. We're gonna get new shit. <laughs> gonna get new shit to be angry about. Can't wait. Cannot wait. Can't wait. Can't wait at all. Um, it's it's happening for Robert. Oh, Robert okay. looks so defeated. He's like, I guess it's time for me to to sit back Ooh, this lampshade is pretty too oh it's double fringe <sighs> yeah fringe red on top and yellow Ooh, on the bottom i like it lots wow. and lots of fringe Ooh, so edith's um, edith's tassels. doing a sneaky sneak she's a mm-hmm. she's calling she's using calling some random person yeah using the phone she's trying to learn some stuff about uh, her sexy editor um, cause she's like, he's flirting, he's mad flirting with me. And, uh, I just need to make sure things are on the up and up. <laughs> a plus work by Edith. Honestly, the fact that she's like kind of skeptical about him, it's like, girl, like more power to you. You freaking got some information on this guy. 
I'm so, so proud of her. <laughs> she did it all on her own. Yeah. It's great. She's so, she's, she is, she's golden. She's good. Um, the Bateses are getting ready for their first visitor to the house, I guess, uh, because uh, Bates never invited Thomas inside, so uh, they're uh, they're they're inviting Miss O'Brien over. Um, yeah, and it looks like they really cleaned up the place. It looks a lot better. It looks so um, cute. Basically, they're inviting Miss O'Brien over so that um, Bates can say one very crucial word to her, which uh, I'll play when we get to that point. Um, then Isabel is telling ethel about the fact that she wants wants them to visit to come yes violet wants them both to come over to her house and she's like why and he's like oh i don't know why okay i'm just gonna i'm gonna play this uh this end here so what's changed now perhaps i've come to my senses you mean you found a way to be even nastier than usual oh get back in the knife box miss sharp I want you to persuade Jimmy to let Mr. Barrow have a reference. So when he leaves here, he can start again. Why would Jimmy listen to me? <laughs> I won't do the it. just stares her down. I think you will. I think you will. <laughs> and he tells her something in her ear, which we find out what it is later. Um, yeah, we don't know what it is yet, but we know that he said something and she is spooked she is spooked she's like holy shit she goes straight to jimmy like literally the next scene and she's like jimmy i take everything back i said it actually would be a really bad idea if you went to the police with this um he's like what and then she's like well you'd actually seem more manly now because now everybody knows about it and it actually would be merciful of you not to do anything (laughs) Like wow! This, this is such great acting. This is such great acting for like for the for lady who's who's Miss O'Brien. Like she looks so panicked as she's yeah. like telling Jimmy this, but like still so like calm and collected. Like it's yeah. so good. She's just a good such actress. a good actress. Yeah, I, she looks really tense. Like my jaw is right now. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, then. Jimmy is like, Mr. Carson, I have something to tell you. He goes straight to Mr. Carson to back off, which is good. Um, everybody is at dinner. Edith says that she's got some bad news, but she doesn't say what it is. She brought it up, but she didn't say what it was. Why would you fucking bring it up? Um, <laughs> and then <laughs> the fact that Branson is again saying, I can't play. <laughs> I can't play cricket. Cannot play cricket. Oh my god. Um, and Cora's like, I think children are happier in families, meaning that Branson should stay at the house with Sybil instead of taking her away to um, a house that is about five minutes away from the house. <laughs> um, is, is was that his plan to, to move to move close by? Uh, <clears throat> yeah, he's gonna move to that house that's on the property. That were that other guys that oh, okay. used to live, the property manager guy. Um, oh, okay. Then, oh my God, okay, I got, I gotta just play what Robert says. Okay. Oh, okay. I know, but now that I think about it, Carson ought to insist that he stays on. He needs to reestablish on. his authority over James. Couldn't Mister Barrow just stay till after the Why? match, my lord? 
And then go? That seems rather unkind. Wouldn't we be using him? Yes. He might not want to stay, my lord. After the unpleasantness? I think he will. But don't forget the cricket. I want, my lord. Oh, my God. And then Bates is like, fuck, 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 fuck. I can't, I can't say anything, so I'm just sitting here making very aggressive hand gestures. To, okay, to you can say, you're, you're actually sounding a lot better now, so I think you can, you can talk now um, during the, the things. I think it's fine. Okay, I mean, it's fine. I mean, we just go this episode without doing that. That's fine. But just aggressive hand Most. gestures. Uh, Mr. Bates is now like, shit, I, uh, I helped Thomas and now he's never going to leave. Now, now he's going to be here for as long as I'm going to be here, which is the whole show. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Yeah. Um, Mr. Mosley's doing a hilarious ball throwing thing. Alfred confronts James and is like, why didn't you say anything? Why aren't you going to go to the, to the cops? And then he's like, well, yeah, it's like you're letting him have a good reference. He doesn't deserve it. Like Alfred is like Alfred's like more hurt about this than like than yeah. James is because because honestly, if you think about it, James is only getting worked up because O'Brien's telling him to get worked up. Like he seems, he seems like he just wants to forget about this yeah. and just get past it. But Al, both Alfred and O'Brien are like, <laughs> but now O'Brien's not. But now Alfred is. Then Matthew's like, I'm gonna go manage the grounds. You want to come through Robert? And he's like, no, you can do it on your own. Because Robert's being a little stubborn bitch. <laughs> he really is. He really is. Um, and then I think, I think it's nice to, to hear what um, Branson has to say here. Later. He's putting a good face on it. But you know he wants you with him on this. More than anything. I should not serve him well. I don't have the instincts for what he wants to do. You mean you're not a tradesman? Your word, not mine. Shall I tell you how I look at it? Every man or woman who marries into this house, every child born into it, has to put their gifts at the family's disposal. I'm a hard worker, and I have some knowledge of the land. Matthew knows the law and the nature of business. Which I do not. You understand the responsibilities we owe to the people around here, those who work for the estate and those that don't. It seems to me if we could manage to pool all of that, if we each do what we can do, then Downton has a real chance. You're very eloquent. You're a good spokesman for Matthew's vision. Better than he has been recently. So you'll give us your backing? I'll think about it. Okay. So that was, I thought that was a very nice thing. He says on one condition, you have to play cricket. <laughs> play cricket. <laughs> you play fucking cricket, Branson. I love it. He's like, we said we have to do all we can do, man. You gotta play cricket. But what if that's so what we cute. can't do? And what we can't do is I can't play cricket. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, man. So now we're at Violet's. Ethel and Isabel went to Violet's and um, Mrs. Bryant is there. And she, so, so she says she she did write the... Violet. She answered the advertisement. Like she wants Ethel to work by, to work close by. Yeah. Violet told her about the advertisement. Okay. 
So then she's like, you can actually come close by and we will like allow you to see him and we're not going to confuse him or anything make you know tell him that you're his mother but we'll make it seem like you're somebody special in his life somebody important and uh that is great that is a great that's that is a that's that's like a 360 like from what happened last time or she was the one who the mother was like more keen on this idea it was the dad that was not so it's kind of like it's yeah. not totally 360 it's just this is like the the opportunity that this wife needed to kind of strike out and go against her much more strict husband you know she she does it yeah mr gibbs um, exactly um so not talking about then a they're just chatting position for thomas exactly yeah under butler An head ballot or a head ballot yeah. <clears throat> which is like a new position and yeah. for some reason Anna's there I don't know why Anna is having this conversation with Mrs. Hughes and Bates but uh, okay I guess because she's the head sure whatever yeah sure maid um oh head maid yeah, yeah. This, is, this, this is like a, a supervisor's meeting so like all the supervisors need to, <laughs> to be here <laughs> figure out what to do with these kiddos what you know who's gonna yeah. go on top of who what's the what's this chain of command here um you know proper chain matthew, of command uh, matthew's being really cute yeah and uh With, teaching teaching branson how to play cricket he's not uh, very good his, no he's but not. he's doing his he's best not. it's cute it's he's real cute though with his yeah. little shin guards <laughs> yeah. I, I i don't understand how cricket works but i know that it's some similar something similar to baseball because they have to like hit the hit the ball so that's yeah that's all i know hit the ball with the bat <laughs> edith is back in london seeing her in sexy an amazing editor. outfit and, um, and makeup as well oh my god so pretty in an amazing outfit and she she's confronting him she's like yeah she's like i uh you're flirting with me and i i looked you up buddy you're married mm-hmm um mm-hmm. which and then like, he says oh shit yeah he's like oh crap he says, I was flirting with you, and my wife is in an insane, an insane asylum, and she was lost to me many years ago to a mental illness, and it's wild because she got information on this guy, but the information didn't tell her about the fact that his wife's in an insane asylum. Like, I feel like that's something that would be also public knowledge, like what this woman said, right? Like, I don't know, maybe not, but right. I mean, but also, how was she even able to get? I, I was surprised that she got this much info about him. Like, I, yeah. I don't know who she called. I don't know. She called like information. She called like, I guess that was a thing, you know, before like even like the yellow pages or whatever. You could, like, get some basic information about people, which, you know, you can today. You can pretty much get any basic information about people if it's linked to the government. But, yeah, I don't know. She figured it out. I guess so. And she's smart. Edith, that one. She's real smart. Yeah. But he can't get a divorce from this woman because she's not in a mental state to get a divorce. So he has no way of doing so. So it's... It's just sad because, like, clearly Edith also likes this person. And I don't know what's going to happen in the future. But yeah. this is a problem. And, of course, we can't have 
any kind of love story without a significant problem. All right, yeah. it's time for the big cricket match. It is cricket day. We need we need to <laughs> round this episode out. I hear I hear doggies whining. They want my attention, so we need to wrap this up. Um, okay, it's let's cricket just day. chat about what happens at the end of this episode. Yes, they're playing. They're playing, but so, something crazy does happen in like a second. Um, let's see, what is it? Uh, Alfred had called the police. I was just talking. So the police come. Yeah. Yes, Alfred called the police on Thomas for James, even though James did not ask him to. Yes. And uh, so they arrive. And um, they had already and told like, Thomas that he's going to stay. And yes, they sorted okay, that okay, whole okay. situation so out. Part of, the, part of the supervisor's meeting was that they wanted Lord Grantham to bring up Thomas's position, not them, so that, you know, James right. would, kind of, would kind of not have a choice. Like, it, it's exactly. the Lord's... It's the Lord's word. (laughs) (laughs) The king's word. Yes. So it's what he wants. So Um, exactly. So, so Robert brings it up and he says that it's okay. And here he said it. Yes. Did you want to play that? Yes. I'll play this whole little conversation with. A lot of stuff is happening. Yeah. It's, it's the whole, the whole match here. So. Well played, Barrett. Thank you. Excellent innings. Thought I was helping him get out of our lives for good. Now he ranks higher than I do. I've been a damn fool. By the way, what was that phrase he gave you to say to Miss O'Brien? You can tell me now, surely. If you keep it under your hat. It was her ladyship's soap. What? I can't make any sense of it either, but that's what he said. The ladyship's soap. And it worked. It's great. I love it. I love that he had no idea. I was so guilty about that. I doubt she would have told anyone. Like, I don't know why she would have told Thomas. No, I don't think so either. I think he kind of figured it out. I think she would have. Maybe. Maybe Maybe he just thought, you know what? Maybe he thought that it was. Not her specific fault, but the fact that she felt it was the soap's fault and she should have known about the soap. And then in, inadvertently, it's her fault. You know what I mean? Like, she, like he yeah. thinks maybe she feels bad about the fact that she didn't catch the soap in the first place. Not that she put the soap there. Yeah. On purpose. So that she would fall and die. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Rose confronts. Um, Rosamond about the fact that they told but they didn't she's just you know she's mad about the fact she can't continue her affair um and of course Violet knows everything so she's being hilarious and snooty I love everybody's white outfits in this scene everybody's in very light clothing because they're outside it's gorgeous the men are wearing these cricket sweaters that are very much in fashion at this very moment in 2021 November 2021 these are so incredibly fashionable right now. I don't know if you've seen people wearing these, but I have seen many friends wearing these, like, vests. These, these white like sweater vests? Yes, white oh. sweater vests that are kind of, like, big on the shoulders. No, I have They are it. so popular right oh. now. Like, wow. I'm telling you, I don't like them. But, you know, if you want to wear them, you, you can wear them. They confront James about the fact that Thomas is going to stay. 
And then they're like, but also, James, um, you're going to be our first, first footman. So you get a... <laughs> you get a... He's like, basically, like, James, you get to have a higher position and you'll just shut up about it. Mr. Carson's like, what? Which is which is also just kind of shitty because that makes me feel like a like a corporation just like, you know, bribing people to, to yep. keep quiet about like a... A, a sexual harassment? A sexual yes, assault, that basically. Is exactly what happens. <laughs> It is so disgusting. <laughs> the cops arrive. We figure out it was Alfred. They're like, oh, it was a mistake. He made a complaint. Okay. 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 Uh, Alfred, you didn't do anything wrong. And like, it's basically, you know, his, should his life be destroyed for what he has done? It was a mistake. And and then um, he's like, are you without sin, Alfred? Like, literally, Robert is freaking going and solving all these problems. <laughs> And Mr. Mosley, yes, of course, did a it. shit job. Oh, God, Mr. Mosley did everything wrong. Struck like, out. I, I could see the disappointment in his father's eyes, like, from, from the field. <laughs> yeah, the disappointment, exactly. So bad. They tell the cops that some <laughs> rough housing just happened, and it was nothing. It was, it was nothing. And Alfred, uh, they're like, the cops are pissed off that they had to go all the way out to this game for nothing. Um... <laughs> There's a bunch of random kids running around. I have no idea whose children these people are. Um, then Branson decides to... Mary and uh, Matthew are, like, holding the baby, and Branson's like, I think we're going to stay here um, at Downton, and Cora's going to be really happy about that. And he tells her, and yeah. he's like, I think it would be good if we stayed until Sybil's a little bit older, and, of course, that's exactly what Grandma wants to hear. Um, and... Everything is, is, is coming together. Everything is like, she's like, we're going to make our little prince, which is, again, a very um, forward way of saying it, considering that they don't talk about anything, about making any kind of baby, but okay. Um, yep. And guess who gets the winning shot? It is Branson. Yay. Yay. He does so well, and that's the end. And, we made and, it. and Robert, Robert, Matthew, and Branson oh, all yes. come together for a group hug, and then the the episode ends on it. And I was like, "Oh, look at them, so cute." It ends on a high note, and, and that's the done. end of season three. We we still have the Christmas episode after mm -hmm. this, but um, yeah, this is season three basically. So, well, so will the Christmas episode kind of like. <laughs> Again, they're kind of separate, right? So, like, it won't set up anything for season four. I think it will because. Be little do you remember the Christmas episode last time really set some stuff up for season three? Did they? Okay. Yeah, it totally. No, I don't did. quite. I don't quite remember it. It set okay. so many things in motion. So many things. Mm, okay. 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 Yeah. All right. Well, that is a. Uh... <sighs> Season three, episode eight, the season yeah. finale, basically, I guess. I like this episode. I thought it really brought a lot of things together. I thought it was kind of fun to see all the, the different stuff closing uh, and a more dreary episode too, slightly less dramatic. Um, so I give this one 8.5 cricket bats out of 10. Ooh, okay. Um... I give this um, nine 
uh, jazz clubs. <laughs> 20s jazz clubs out of 10. Awesome. Sounds I, great. I don't know if I've given another episode a, a 9 before, but um, I'm going to... I'm going to give this one a nine. It was it good. It was enjoyable. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Okay. So end, that... end, the, end the episode, Emily. <laughs> end it now. Okay. <laughs> Got to end it abruptly. Okay. Uh, that that was that was uh, season three, episode eight of Downton Abbey. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Um, we are on Apple Music and Spotify, so definitely check us out on those sites. Um, if you need notifications on future episodes that we release, please follow our social media. We have Twitter at by the popcorn, Instagram at all by the popcorn podcast, uh, Facebook, all by the popcorn podcast and like our page. Um, if you want to reach out to us, say hello. Um, let us know what you think of Downton Abbey. Please email us at all by the popcorn podcast at gmail.com. And, uh, we have a TikTok. Just search all by the popcorn podcast and find our little, uh, popcorn logo. And, um, we also have a YouTube channel. Just search All By The Popcorn Podcast and subscribe to that. And we have merch. So please check that out. Thank you for listening. We will be back with the Christmas special. Yes. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.